0: What's good, people? Welcome to another episode of the Undiluted Football Show. Uh, Oli social Tick, in the words of my guy from Jingrito TV, tic Tac, tic Tac. Because let's start it off. We all know what's going on. United, my team. You, you know what? Everyone's thinking it, it's it's October right now. It's October, and I'm and I'm sleeveless, bro. Because I'm hot. Because dad's really hot today. Like, let's get into it. United lost. 5-0 Old Trafford to Liverpool. The annoying thing about it is that no one is surprised. Now, if any if May United lost 5-0 to Liverpool, that's that's a big shock, regardless in any type of context. But no one was surprised. Paul Scholes literally said it during the week. If United go this is there's so many things wrong with today's game, and this is why he ultimately, ultimately needs to go. Now, because remember, if for people that know me, I haven't been Oli in, but I've been very reluctant to be Oli out. And not reluctant to be Oli out, but in a sense that I don't want to just, I want to just sort out the midfield first and then Oli can go. But now I'm seeing, after this performance, he needs to go. And and here's my reasons, is we, everyone watched that 3-2 game against Atalanta. Everyone watched it. We saw how we played and we won the game 3-2. And the reason we won the game 3-2 is because really and truly Atalanta had a makeshift team. Martin Neroen is not a centre-back. Demiral came off injured. They outplayed us the first half and we came back and won. So if I'm a manager and the team that started, first thing first that went wrong with today's game is that it was an unchanged side. Now I feel like you don't even have to be a manager. I think you just have to just be a normal person with some footballing brain. In a sense that you know what if I started a side that conceded two goals to to um Atalanta, why am I going to make an unchanged side? Why? Why do I think this side is going to be any different to a better team in Liverpool? Paul's goals literally said if Man United feel like they could play. Like that against Liverpool, watch what is going to happen. So that, rule, that reason number one, that's why he's got to go decide. Decide choosing was poor. Someone should have looked at that and been like, "Come on, these guys conceded two to Atalanta. Well, how many are they going to to Liverpool?" That's reason number one. Reason number two is that we set we set ourselves up for that game. We the first goal. If people uh, look at the first goal. Saka's pushed really high up to press and so is Greenwood and there's left, our left side completely open. Now, we all, we've we all seen the press since that's the season. Man United is not a pressing team and if we're going to press, you have to press together. You can't just press by yourself. You press as a team. You go to the front line, go and win that ball back as a team. Liverpool do it, other teams do it. City do it, You they know how to press. So, I'm looking at that team now. And I'm thinking, you know what, Man United are not going to impress Liverpool. Let's do what Man United are good at doing: counter attack. Right? That should have been our plan. Let's just defend. Liverpool are a better team than us. Let's just defend deep and break and get them on the counter. Because we did create some half chances on the counter today. We even created the first chance of the game if Bruno actually finished that. Could have been a different story. I digress. We 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 are a dangerous team on the counter, and the fact that you couldn't just implement that game plan—that's Basic, basic stuff, man. I'm so sorry, basic. And I'm and I'm looking at these players, and the players respect him. And from what I know, and from people that know, have insider knowledge in United, the players respect him, and the players want to play for him. But at the same time, that can only get you so far. You have to. Man United are at a stage where we have a lot of good players. And we need to start contending. And competing at this high level with the likes of your Chelsea's your Liverpool's and your cities and right now we can't do that with Oli Gunnar Solskjaer we 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 can't we can't do it like Oli thank you for the times but it's, it's it's time to go now like it's it's time to go and the reason is is you taken us as far as you could and there's nothing wrong with that and I'm happy with where he's taken us because if you look at us a few years ago our squad is much better there's things going off outside of the pitch, so we're in the right direction. But to get to that next stage and to compete where those because we are levels behind those man levels. And if but if you look at our personnel and our players, if you, we shouldn't be that behind levels wise. That was we kept one clean sheet in the past twenty one games. Like we're not setting up right, and even if like I'd normally blame the personnel, and I can I still blame the personnel. And I did say if another manager comes. I don't think it will be a massive, massive difference. But I'm looking at it now. If another manager comes, we will set up completely different to my United. And I feel like these players, if you watch them play for United and you watch them play for the international teams, now I know it's different. But I'm just looking at the individual player. And it's not the same. I feel like, is this the same brother? Like, ugh, there's, there's so many things I can get onto it. But ultimately, he needs to go. I think he's now officially out of his depth. That was basic. That was basic stuff. I didn't expect to beat Liverpool. No one expected it to beat us. Liverpool it would have been nice, but no one expected it. But we expected you to use your tactical mouse and counter that and counter them at least. Sit back and counter. Get a result. Do something because we've got this hard run of fixtures. And what's unfortunate is that when when it was like five, I was thinking, okay, the worse it gets, the more pressure that's on him for us to him, which unfortunately has got to that stage now. And I'm still not fully convinced that we will sack him. I'm not fully convinced. Who knows? I could be wrong tomorrow. He could be sacked and then we go again. But I still don't know, man. There's so many. We're so far behind. We are so far behind. It's a joke. And the players are out there. It's not even the players. Oh, well, it is a bit of the players. I don't know, but we need another system. We need a vision. We need a philosophy. Even even Schweinsteiger tweeted and said that this team has no vision and no, like, bro, Schweizhagen wasn't even that good for us. So the fact that he's looking at United and thinking, nah, like, the United, I played it, at least we had something, and these men don't. And we have much better players than we do now. So that's all I'm going to do and get onto it because we've got other things to talk about. But Oligan and Solskjaer, it's because you look at it now, we're eight points off the top, I think. For, yeah, eight points off the top. I don't want to say the title race is completely done because mathematically it's not. But we have to capitalise on Chelsea losing games whilst we win and everyone above us losing dropping points while we win. That's very hard to do right now. I don't see that happening anytime soon. I'm not completely conceding the title race because I can't predict the future. But I'm looking at it now and... Why am I even saying title race, bro? We're not contenders. We, we can't compete with these elite clubs. And we've our next home game is City. We've got Tottenham. We'll probably we could probably even still beat Tottenham if we lose to Tottenham, they've definitely gone. Or if he's not gone before them, but we can't, we can't. I, I can't do it anymore. Like I was defending him, and a lot of the criticism that people had of him was not solely on him. But I'm looking at the decisions he made today, and that's on him. There's only he can only blame himself. So, yeah, that's Man United chat done. I don't want to do it anymore. Big up to Mo Salah, though, a hat-trick. I think the first player to score a league hat-trick at Old Trafford, which is ridiculous. First player since R9 to score a hat-trick at Old Trafford again, which is ridiculous. So that just shows the level. Okay, I'm not saying he's R9, but he's world class And right now, he's in form. He's the best player in the world right now. Best in-form player in the world, because I still think that like, Messi exists. Big up Mo Salah. He's the best. He's the best informed player in the world right now. And we move. But anyway, let's go to the other side of Manchester City. Beat Brighton comfortably four-one. See, this is the thing. City are going to Brighton and beating them comfortably four-one. Man United are going to struggle against Brighton. they will probably still get the, the same three points that City will get if they're lucky. But it's going to be a completely different game. And we need someone with a philosophy that can make these players keep the ball. I don't know. I'm not getting onto it. But anyway, big ups Foden. Foden looks good once again. And I like that he's playing in the midfield now. Like, I know he's playing midfield for England a bit and then the same. But Foden's looking decent. City are looking decent. City have got United soon anyway, so they're going to set us up anyway. But we move. Chelsea 7-0 against Norwich. I just, Norwich, just they don't need to be here. It's just an easy three points, and I, I think United are going to even they, okay. United won't struggle against Norwich, but they'll make a meal out of it. They're not going to beat them seven 0 and yeah, but big up Chelsea though. Chelsea look good. Chelsea look good right now. They, I know they've lost one game, and that was to City. When they're still top of the league. They look good. You can't you can't dispute you can't dispute Chelsea. You can't have fault in them, and that was without without Lukaku as well. So. Big up Chelsea. As for Norwich, you guys will see you back in the Championship next season. So and then you'll and then we'll see you back in the Premier season after. So what's new? Um, on Friday, Arsenal beat Villa. It was is a much better performance than the one they put in against Palace. And some of the goals were lucky. Smith Rowe scored a deflection. Thomas Partey got his first Arsenal goal. And I'm not saying this it's a turn of events for Arsenal, but they won. It is what it is. They look better than how they were playing against Villa. So I mean, against Palace, so it's good in that sense. But I'm not going to start coming here and saying that Arteta has found his thing. And they're still, still still early days. Uh, Watford, Watford, what win? What win for Watford? It's, it's mad. Now, I don't think anyone expected that. That's what's crazy. Like everyone looked at that game. Just looking, I'm thinking, how many different scorers did they have that game, Watford? I'm going to quickly check on Josh King got a hat-trick. Emmanuel Dennis scored. Yeah, like, and to lose 5-2 Everton, like, that's kind of mad against Watford as well. Like, no one expected that. So, big up to Watford on a, a massive, massive away win. West Ham beat Spurs. It's funny that I was speaking to a Spurs friend of mine today, and I said, who do you have? And it was like West Ham away, and I was thinking... This is kind of one of the first times where I look at that game and West Ham and the favourites, which is scary to think. We're in scary times, people. Well, not scary times, but we're in good times for West Ham fans and for any other fan, it's a bit... mm. But, you know, West Ham, again, look good, comfortable win. Antonio on the score sheet, you can't go wrong. You really can't go wrong. So there wasn't really any other massive stories in the Premier League. I feel like the massive story is Man United losing 5-0 to Liverpool. But what do we do? What, what is next for Man United? Because everyone has, everyone saying Conte or Mancini. Um, if it was down to me personally, I would take Zidane. And the reason I would take Zidane, I feel like he's underrated as a coach tactically as well. I feel like because he was such a great player and he had a very good team at his disposal that no one just rates him tactically. Like, if you look at those Real Madrid teams, he won those three Champions Leagues in a row, the only manager to ever do it. If you look at those um, three Champions Leagues he won, they were all coached differently. Different formations, same personnel, and with a bit of tweaks and that, but different formations, different personnel. He knows, and he's a winner, man. And I feel like if Zidane comes in, maybe Pogba stays, does that, gets back into the team, gets the best out of these players. We just need someone to come in with a system that works. Because we all know what's we all know what teams play like. We know what Chelsea's gonna do. We know what Liverpool's gonna do. We've got a city. You don't know what Man is gonna do. It's like crap, should we counter today? Should we just rash it, inshallah? Like what what do we do? And Man United are in a delicate situation right now because we've got people We've got players that are not playing. Oli has players that he trusts, and he and he doesn't. Van der Beek hasn't touched a minute in a long time. Jesse Lingard hasn't played in a long time. Bear in mind, he scored the winner at West Ham. He scored against Newcastle. He, he has he looked an okay figure for United this season so far. He's barely gotten had any minutes as well. Pogba, who's been who started off the season well. Hasn't even been playing bad, and even Gary Neville said it that it's not a, the midfield situation. Is not a Pogba, uh, pro, it's not a Pogba, it's not a Pogba problem. Like Pogba came on today. Obviously, he got the red card. But I, I just thought to myself when I saw that lineup today, I said, "What other manager would not start Paul Pogba in a big game like that?" If that makes sense. Like I was thinking, I saw that line, I saw, Mick, I saw Nick Fred and I was just like, okay, I know why he's playing Nick Fred and I know, I know why he's doing it. I'm not saying it's right, but I know why he's doing it. But what player, what manager doesn't play their best players in a big game, you know, not a must win game, but a big game like that. Like I was, if I was Paul Pogba, I must be thinking, what? Like France, if France had a cup final, do you think Pogba's on the bench? Because because Deschamps wants to... Play McFred, do you know what I mean? Like stuff like that. And it's mad because Pogba's contract runs in the end of the season. And if Man United were winning, he would stay. This is the annoying part. And I feel like we're not going to get, in the words, words of Pep Guardiola, we cannot replace him. There's not many people out there. The only person that I could say that can kind of do that type of job is probably in the Premier League is Yuri Tielemans, but then again, different type baller towards Pogba but I would take that as an okay replacement again I don't know what's next with Pogba because before when when the Ronaldo situation came in and Fabrizio Romano said it and it was like Pogba's open to negotiate with the club but right now if we if this is the thing in fairy tale the Solskjaer goes and Zidane comes in Pogba stays most likely or if we start I feel like if a new manager comes in and, and May United start winning, Pope will stay. Because I don't think he will try and leave in a free. I don't think May United will let him leave in a free. They'll either try to get rid of him in January to cash in at least, because that's if he if he goes on a free, that's it's not it's not right. It's not right at all. But um it's unfortunate because Pogba should be starting in that midfield. I don't know how he doesn't start in that midfield constantly. I I, I I couldn't tell you. I'm not saying he's the answer to all our issues. But as I said, you're going into a big game. You've got you've got to have... These are big game players. You've got to have your best players in there. It doesn't make sense. Because what is weird now is that... Cool. Oli reverted to McFred for big games. And I even saw the stat before the game was... Man United concede zero point eight goals when McFred has when we start McFred and then one point six when we don't start McFred. So obviously if you're a stats man, you're thinking, okay, McFred is the answer. We conceded five today with McFred. We conceded two at um in forty-five minutes at Atlanta with McFred. So that's that ship sailed. Where do we go from here now? <sighs> I couldn't tell you, I feel like Pogba's got to be in there and then we've just got to find a fit, whether it's Matic, Fred, Van or or McTominay, one of the two. I don't know, but that's what's just going to have to happen until further notice. And it's unfortunate. It really is unfortunate, but what can you do? What can you do if you're a Man United fan? Because if Solskjaer goes, then another uh, manager comes in with a different system and we, we try something. But until then, we don't know. And I don't think Solskjaer's going to go unless United bite the bullet and become drastic, but we'll see, we'll see. We've got a lot of football coming ahead next week. United have got a lot of stressful games coming ahead, so we'll see. Maybe next week we'll be talking about a new manager, but as I said, we'll see. Anyway, thank you for watching another episode of the Undiluted Football Show. You can like, share, subscribe to your friends. You can follow me on socials that over there at Tony Foke. Follow Undiluted Media on Twitter at Undiluted Media One and on un, at Undiluted Media on Instagram as well. It's been your boy Tony Foke. Until next time, people sports social podcast network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Oh a book club. <sighs>